Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Solero Commerce. That's right, no more tandem payments, new name, same great people, still front of the program Evan Norvath. They've just got some new technology coming through. So if you own a small business and you accept debit or credit cards, you got to check out Solero Commerce. Contact Evan Norvath for a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. wicked forgot i had a paper cut on this finger that i just opened that what you want open it up way worse than it was all right so boys and girls it is episode 71 of the black flag podcast about to come at you we have all sorts of shit to talk about this weekend uh as always i'm charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii uh, you are Brad. That's I am Brad. Brad Saucier at Bsauce96. Uh, we were supposed to have Dan Collins on here with us, but he had a full brain meltdown on the way from Oxford, passed the house, and went home. Uh, like, so, <clears throat> like legitimately, before we left, Dan said, yeah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll swing by. I'm going to leave here in a couple minutes. And Charlie and I have been sitting here for about two f- hours, 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour at least, and uh, yeah, Dan didn't show up, so... Apparently, he forgot. Uh, we, we've been trying to get guests. We're going to keep trying to get guests. Allegedly, NASCAR uh, S- Super Winston Cup Series driver Bailey Curry will be on at some point. Um, Just got to figure out the timing. Yeah. <laughs> See, See, it's tough when we record on Sunday and he races a cup car. So he races you see the trucks, issue. Xfinity, and Cup. So we got to record on like a, <laughs> a fucking Tuesday. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get too 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 into it, episode seventy one. That's Reggie Kevin. Lehman, Kevin Kimball, Kevin Kimball, my my distant cousin, Kevin Kimball, <laughs> racing family stuff. You know, your distant cousin to Kevin Kimball. Yeah, yeah, what? definitely. My, it's on my mother's side, the O'Donnells. <laughs> he's related somehow, like on on Vi. My aunt Vi, I think. Is that short for Vi? Like, I don't know. My mother is told she me all about it. No, I've years talked old. To, well, she was. Yeah. Well, fuck you, pal. <laughs> fuck you, pal. Fuck myself, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't know exactly. Like, I'm not good with family stuff because, like, my family loves to actually not get together. Um, but yeah, somehow distant cousins. My mother wanted to take me down to Kimball's garage and get them to should have. Uh, build me a go-kart back in the day that would have been cool probably would have been better at doing race car things but uh yeah we just never went down my mother kept saying we're gonna bring you down we're gonna bring you down we're gonna bring you down and i think we actually went down a time or two and there was no luck there and then i went down and i think i asked them to sponsor my truck and i don't remember the answer but i don't think it was a yes because they weren't on my truck (laughs) So <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, uh, I think Bobby brought it up. Andy huh. Lally drove a cup car with a 71 on it. Bobby Labonte drove a 71 yep, for like Taxlea. a fucking time or two. Yep. 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 Um, so, so again, all sorts of shit to talk about from yeah. this weekend. We had a pretty eventful weekend. I feel. Yeah. Uh, pretty eventful week since the, yeah. the cup series did the thing on a Monday. We didn't have that on, on last week's program. Uh, so that was interesting. Also new skate. 
Newsgate happened. Oof. Um, so what a terrible look for NASCAR. This is um, this whole thing is embarrassing on multiple levels. So multiple levels. So at one end of the spectrum, I completely is understand. You. Yeah, I completely understand why the reaction was made, but. I also kind of don't. So picture this. You're the only African-American fellow in particular said sport. And you've received death threats for the last two, three weeks. Just numerous death threats, countless death threats. And then just so happens that you get put into the only garage stall that actually has a noose hanging from it rather than just a rope or just a regular fucking knot. Um, So I understand why the reaction was made. But maybe the feller on the Wood Brothers team that said, hey, I tied the noose, could have came forward before, prior to 48 hours after the fact, I feel like. Um, So if you didn't follow up to that, that little whole point was last year in the fall yes um some someone proven on the that the, team. the quote unquote noose garage door handle whatever has been there since 2019 well before anybody could ever even think about bubble wallace being installed number was it four or five yeah at talladega so i can understand the reaction based off of recent events where bubba wallace asked that the confederate flag be banned from all nascar events from there you go straight to Talladega, Alabama, which is the heart of yee yee hillbilly f- I fuck my cousin country. And they have uh you know uh, rebel flag tattoos on their ass poles probably and like they just love it. <laughs> Again, I've talked about it a little bit too. I was a kid born in California, grew up in Maine. I have no business talking about the Confederate flag really in any any sort of the situation it's their participation trophy really. it's you know it's the same thing as the white flag but um that being said you know i could see how tensions were high i could see how if you didn't know the previous story of why the handle was like that from the year before and you have the only black driver in the sport and you're going to fucking the rebel flag parade racetrack out front during a race and you see this how you could be like that's not okay. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I I assume the guy was just, like, wicked bored it, on the 21 crew. Because even just, like, I was like, how did fun. it take them till Sunday morning to figure that out? Was and my I first... forgot that there's not, like, 69 practices, you know. Nice. You know, yeah, right. I was mid-burp, but like, that was nice. You get it. But, Ugh. like, not get in and out of the uh, garage area 69 times a weekend. Like it's That was all, also my like, first reaction. I was like... When people started saying, like, this is stage, like, this NASCAR planned this, I was just like, you know, it is strange that Sunday morning this was found, and then I realized right. they unload Sunday morning. Right. So, Which, if you were one to think that, of, like, it was stage or whatever, you look stupid because it's been proven that it's been there since at least last year. Right. Also, though, the people that came out of the woodworks to go out of their way to comment fucking outrageous shit about this blew my mind like like what the fuck are these people talking about half the time like 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 the ones that were like oh bubba put it there himself yeah and like all this other shit i'm like my favorite my favorite thing is people were so mad they're like of course bubba found the noose it's like bubba didn't find the fucking noose drivers aren't even allowed to like go into the garage yeah they they can only like minutes they can only like go to the racetrack and like get in the car and then go the fuck home that's it so like 
uh, all these people that saying it was staged, Bubba one didn't even find it. Two wasn't even the one to report it. So why are you throwing Bubba under the bus? I can't. That doesn't make any the, sense. The, the people sharing the meme that says like I can't identify a pull door. It's like or a pull rope for the garage door. It's like yeah, but it was a noose still. Like you, you're forgetting that point. Like I understand. Like the the garage stalls right next to them had just a rope. There was not even a knot tied on it, and that knot was. I learned for something. Sure I learned something noose. this week. Technically, it was not a noose. Technically, for something to be a noose, it has to have thirteen roundy rounds around because the thirteenth one is the one that breaks your neck. That's a thing. You know how like it goes up and it like spirals. Oh no, around? I know. Yeah. I'm just. Technically, it has to have thirteen, and the thirteenth one is the one that finally slide, like so, slides and like breaks your neck. So, so what did it have? Twelve? I don't know. I just work here, man. What we, a bad, it, what a bad day for the Twitter not yeah. experts, though. Oh. There was people sharing pictures of a someone had. So this, it was a completely different garage bay, and it was a truck. And they were sharing a picture that's saying, "Oh, this was back. This was here back in 2017 when the truck series was there." It's like, hold on. They just demolished the truck series and the Xfinity series garages like last year. So how does that make any sense? And also, the one in the picture is very clearly just like a fucking like a shoelace knot, like a yeah. fucking very <laughs> very small knot. And this one had, I mean, allegedly twelve fucking loops on it. And it was very, like six or seven. Very yeah. very clearly looked like <laughs> a noose. Um, so I understand why it was reported i understand why it, why it was carried out that way but also what a fucking terrible look yes. um there was a yeah like you said there's a lot of fucking terrible terrible uh comments in, on the pages and just tweets from people i literally almost deactivated i say this like almost every week but like i was i've never been I almost, closer i almost to wish it actually was a track worker based on the fact that nascar looks stupid by making these people that were saying this awful shit almost look right because it was a year old. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how to say what I'm saying, I guess, but um, you know, it, it was one of those things where because it was NASCAR looked stupid. All these people that were saying these outrageous shit think that they're right. There was a couple, there was a couple tweets though, like on Twitter that really made me, cause like it, when you, t- when I open Twitter, I'm looking for, like i don't know funny shit and fucking videos that i haven't seen nudes. and it was just every right nudes um porn just porn gifts like all of it and there was a couple there was a couple tweets that were like refreshing people that actually kind of got the point i feel like that that didn't overreact like everyone else scott tapley tweeted uh, i've worked in a lot of garage stalls in my decades of racing and i've never seen a garage door rope tied like a noose until that picture today Given the state of the country right now, I would have reacted the same way that that 43 crew member did when he saw that, which is basically exactly my point. I couldn't have said it better myself. And Andy Austin also said, Bubba Wallace never asked to be the spokesperson, but he's becoming one of the best. Hashtag I stand with Bubba. And the thing that I think a lot of people like, I, I understand that people tune into NASCAR to watch racing and, you know, you go on any other news channel, uh, you know, and, and it's all parades and protests and all this stuff and so people just go for an escape to watch the racing and so when you see the same sort of stuff at a nascar event people are like i didn't come here to watch this i'm just trying to watch the race but you got to understand that like it's just nascar embracing their one black driver i don't understand why people have such a fucking problem with it and it's not like bubba's going out of his way to like be the center of attention it's just that nascar itself and fox are the ones that are really perpetrating it i agree with that to a certain extent 
But you also have to realize that racing is one of those things where, honestly, like, as far as, like, again, I grew up in Maine, which is a little bit different story than probably, like, Alabama or Florida or whatever. But as long as I can remember, if you were black or whatever, nobody cared. Doesn't matter. Literally was never an issue until it was brought up in the news or whatever that you know there's all this tension it's like i like i literally have black friends like nobody cares it, it's never even been a question in terms of if we like each other or not just based off that fact but i think the problem that people have is because we all typically think that way that when everybody else brings it up or the the argument of baba wallace has that ride just because he is black that's where a lot of the conflict comes in because literally everybody like especially in racing i think we all share that common core belief of i just want to see who's better on any given day in whatever equipment i don't care what color you are i don't care it doesn't matter to me so once it's brought into the conversation that's where the tension comes from because it's like well oh you know he just has that right because he's black which maybe that's true maybe it's not but i think that even beyond that, he's shown enough talent when he was driving for Kyle Busch in the trucks. We talked about that before. I mean, he won the Eldora Dirt Derby. He's run multiple truck races, He, you know, all these different things. I think he overperforms in the 43 every week, but it's the fact that it's brought into the conversation all the time is where the tension comes from. Because as far as I'm concerned, he's just a race car driver. That's all it is. Yeah, I feel that same way. So can we get to actual race cars? Can we talk about that finish at Talladega? What a fucking Talladega race. So Ryan Blaney hip-checked fucking Eric Jones at the line, and fucking I thought Eric Jones was dead for a minute. I thought John Hunter Nemechek was dead. Fucking they... So Ray Christian commented on Also, those... If you can hear ice in the background, this week I chose a liquor drink, so it's slapping across my face while Brad has just a regular beer. So never mind that in the background. Uh... They definitely probably can't hear that because these headphones are like super sensitive, super like ridiculously sensitive. I turned the TV on too when I was doing the ad read and I fucking kept <laughs> stumbling over myself because Jeff Gordon was talking to Kurt Busch. But uh, Ray Christian commented on the video that I shared of the finish. Did he cut his side uh, windows out yet? I don't fucking know, I dude. I don't pay attention. He doesn't race past, so You're I haven't yelling. seen him. Uh, and just said if that was Kyle Busch, he would have been fucking, uh, what did he say? crucified crucified uh, that's the word good, good word. word good, good word. word word of the day what a, yeah <laughs> word of the day goes to ray christian what, what crucified a, what a fucking word yeah uh which very good point because the first thing that came out of my mouth was like what a fucking dickhead that ryan blaney kid is and then like he got out of the car and his luscious locks were flowing and like the sun was setting behind it and i was like you and know you're what? like you thought you were looking in a mirror for a minute yeah i was like you know what <sighs> this kid doesn't suck like i try to hate him as much as i can like a lot of his wins have been handed to him uh, the one where he drove away from Kevin Harvick at Pocono's, uh, not one of those. And this one was not one at all because um, it's probably the second one that he actually really kind of had or when to Jimmy Johnson and Martin Truex wiped each other out at the Roval and he just bebopped around. Him or when he went below the yellow line and, and uh, had that photo finish with Ryan Newman last year at Talladega. But <laughs> Ryan Blaney, the last three plate races, has been fucking right there. I mean, he tried to kill Newman at Daytona. He won last year's fall Talladega race. One of the best fucking plate races there is right now. But, yeah, uh, yeah kind of a chicken shit move. Um, Talladega, the Talladega race was cool, though, because generally for, like, 50, 60 laps, they're running the top. They just get a single-file line going, and you really didn't see that. Uh, so that was neat. And, uh, yeah, and then I think we're fucking moving right into this this weekend. We were supposed to, like, again, we were supposed what to have Dan What a weekend we had. 
Dan Dan went to Lee on Friday, so Dan was going to tell us everything that happened at Lee, and um, then you know we were going to all be able to discuss Star. And Dan actually went to Oxford yesterday, Saturday. Dan so that did was going to be multiple things. That was going to be a cool fucking uh, discussion that we were going to have. Dan, how about that? Um, Dan, yeah, Dan's Dan. Dan all right, he's not here. Dan right. fell down. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dan yesterday went to Oxford in the morning, watched the Oxford stuff, and got to star like right as the heats were yeah, rolling he missed, out. Like fucking lap, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw all of it. So yeah, we we had a weekend. We went to Star yesterday. Uh, great facility, great racetrack. Check it out. Um, I had never been to Star Speedway until I think it was last year or the year before, and since then I've gone probably ten times. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool little Three racetrack. For those who haven't been, it's in Epping, New Hampshire. It's right next to the uh, the drag strip. Uh, fuck, I forget what that one's called. Probably just Epping, fucking whatever it is. But uh, it's right in Epping, New Hampshire. Uh, afterwards, uh, we ended up going to the Holy Grail restaurant, which is an old church, which that's a whole other story. But uh, we ended up helping, or I ended up helping, I guess, uh, Josh Hodgson. And then, obviously, you tagged along. And we, we did cool stuff there. and. Yeah, I was there for like 10 minutes, and then I realized that there was really nothing for me to do, so that was neat. Right. Um, I was able to start so, getting into the drinks <clears throat> early. So, like, short personal story here. Matt Hodgton is one that used to live right on the same road here as we live now. Uh, because of that, when my dad had his wildcat, Matt had a wildcat, Nate Levitt had a wildcat, uh, Todd Lefevre had a wildcat, Eric Steves had a truck, uh, crazy Dave Raymond had like late models and all that stuff. And they all worked out of the same garage just down the street. Uh, so that's how we became family friends with Matt Hodgton. Matt later on moved on down the road. And, uh, there was one weekend I was still racing go-karts at the time. I had somehow conned my father into going to the racetrack at Beechridge Cause he wasn't a big one on going to the track unless we were just like racing. He's like, he had no interest in really just going. Uh, but I had somehow conned him into going to, I think it was a past weekend, had to have been circa probably 2007, had to have been. And uh, Matt ends up, you know, meeting up with us somehow in the pit area because that's when past weekend at Beach Ridge, that was a big fucking deal. That was campers everywhere, fucking golf carts getting wrecked, people getting hammered, everybody having sex with strangers and other people's wives. It was great. Um, but from there, we ended up seeing Matt. And because we saw Matt that night, he said, hey, do you still have your old Wildcat? And I had never let my father sell his Wildcat. I, for whatever reason, as a little kid, I couldn't let him sell it. And he'd listen to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I was about to say, why the fuck <laughs> did he listen to you? Um, and that thing sat out in the woods for 10 years. And because Matt came up to us that night, that thing got pulled out of the woods. Tree stumps were pulled out of it. Trees were pulled off of it. And it got turned into the Mad Bomber that I raced. Um, so my father's Wildcat was the same Mad Bomber that I drove. Still have it to this day. Um, but because we saw Matt, because we ended up racing Mad Bombers, that eventually got us hooked up with George Libby, and that's how we ended up in the Sports Series car. Um, so if it wasn't for Matt Hodgson, I wouldn't even be in the Sports Series. I probably would have never met you. None of this would probably even be a thing. I probably would have stopped racing a long time ago. So uh, now Matt Hodgson has a kid, Josh, and we ended up helping Josh at uh, Star, which was pretty cool. The slingshot. Kid had never seen the racetrack. Only Until had one practice last week. too. Yeah. Only had, had one practice and ran, I don't know, ten laps and overdrove the entry ten times. So going into the feature <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going into the feature, I was like, this Star is... and Beatridge are two very different oh, places. Yeah. I was like, this is gonna be neat. Uh yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see this. So it was pretty cool. I you know, I, Josh and I kinda grew up together. He's a little significantly younger than I am, but um I remember when he was born, I remember, you know, growing up with him when he was little and all this stuff and 
um, you know, when they brought that car to star, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll come help. That'll be cool. And, uh, <laughs> the kid literally, he went to star with us last week just to check the place out. And because of that, I guess he conned his father into bringing the race car down two days ago. Boy, are they glad yesterday. they did that. And that boy for never seeing the track before and then doing literally one round of practice. Cause those slingshot mad bomb or whatever the fuck you want to call them. They got boned. Everybody else got two rounds. They only got one. Well, they only had like 11 cars that were running. So like, I mean, eh, it was 12. It, they weren't the priority. Let's just <laughs> no. say that. Uh, but he did a hell of a job. I thought, Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah he started and you had never met him right until well, last I'm, week. Yeah. I met him last week. Uh, I actually went to go send him the video that's posted on the YouTube. We had an in-car GoPro camera on his car, if anyone wants to check that out. I sent him the video earlier, and I didn't notice that... Uh, Black I Flag Podcast on YouTube. Check out all of our videos. He, I went to go message him thinking it was the first time I'd ever messaged him because we became friends on Facebook after last week. And apparently, back in January or something, he messaged me and just said, like, hey, fucking love the mullet. So I was like, oh, cool. He like, also has a mullet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he also has a mullet. That's uh, one of the... One, one of you know big reasons why i'm a b- big fan of his but um yeah no yesterday was not yesterday was neat he started like eighth and uh you know he the, and just, a year to the day of his first ever race yeah yeah like <laughs> like you know it, he didn't he didn't have the experience that a lot of the other guys in the division had per se yeah. um so starting eighth he had a fast car like he was pulling everyone down the straightaways in uh the practice but he just he couldn't get through the corners for whatever reason Again, Beatridge, very different track, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, he just really kept it consistent, kept it straight, got a little sideways here and there, but like people just kept wrecking in front of him, and he just kept missing them. I don't think he had a second place race car, but he made all of the correct decisions oh, throughout the yeah. entire race. Like there was, I mean, there were wrecks like right in front of him, or wrecks that he was going to be coming very fast up on, and I thought that he may or may not plow straight into him oh yeah i thought he was gonna like chemically fuse his car to somebody else a couple times there, oh, yeah. and he never did no god no and then uh yeah mike ramsey lost brakes going into turn three hit friend i don't of think the he program. lived no i don't he think he, lived. Lived. <laughs> he didn't lose brakes he doesn't live was <laughs> in a ramsey they're, they're in the, he didn't live they're in the middle of he was one. mad at tj because tj moved him out of the way and he went into the last corner didn't lift spun himself out and josh got second tj was incredible incredibly loose like like very like like the zero car that also might be a 10 in the street stock loose (laughs) Uh, um, that car is disgusting just kept getting so so sideways and so they got side by side him and ramsey and i think that he fucking doored him a little bit moved ramsey out of the way and uh yeah coming through turns one and two that they had like three or four to go and coming to the uh on the last flag last flag you get it white flag last lap uh charlie goes he's gonna do something cool here he's definitely not gonna lift and for sure didn't lift said he lost brakes may or may not be true we don't brick. let the facts get in the brick. way we of a know good better story we know better brick we, we don't we don't let the facts get in the way of a good story so even if he did lose brakes disregard tried to fucking move him out of the way and and for like the whole entire sequence of events there, I thought for sure they were both going to lose. I thought Josh it. was going to win for and a Josh second. Was gonna I was win. Like, oh my God. I mean, he <laughs> drove in so hard and hit him so hard. Good thing TJ kept the wheel straight and fucking ended up winning because we like TJ as well. Best part of that whole story, though, is that I'm like, yeah, let's go, TJ. And you're like, who is that guy? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, this I was happened. Like, I was like, you literally met him. He's like, no, I haven't. Yeah. I'm talking I'm talking to Brad at this point. He's like, I've never met that fucking guy. I was like, Brad, we literally spent an entire weekend with him in Atlantic City. He's like, 
I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, bullshit. I was like, I don't fucking think so. Bullshit. I never met that guy. Keep in mind that I was also completely obliterated the entire weekend in Atlantic City, <laughs> so I don't know who I talked to, who I met, how much money I lost. I have no recollection. So we go, mind you, Josh Hodgnes parked like two stalls over from TJ. And, you know, we do all congrats things with Josh and all that stuff. And we're getting ready to leave. And we're walking by. I was like, that's TJ. He's like, oh, right. I know that guy. Yeah, we for <laughs> sure hung out the entire weekend in Atlantic City. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Star Speedway put on a hell of a show, I thought, all in general. Oh, the, the late always. model race was great. Little the little rain. Dried the track. Whatever you want to call it. Dried the track very, very quickly. Adam Lovejoy. Adam Lovejoy. In so, the XCAF for the street stocks. Tried to take the front stretch wall down in the heat. So we had this great idea. Adam's car is very, very weirdly shaped. Well, it's shaped so perfectly, though, that the back is like a flat surface. We put the GoPro on the back, like deck lid almost. Very good idea. Very good idea. And we were shooting right through the front of the car. You could see his hands. You could see in front of the car. I had to play with the settings because it was too bright. You get it. We finally get it strapped down. We, you could call us videographers if you would. Yeah, yeah. So if you're looking well, to shoot a porn, Brad will watch. If you're looking to shoot a porn, uh, looking to shoot a porn, we're definitely in. But the camera <laughs> may or may not roll. Like it right. does, sometimes it doesn't work. And if it gets too hot, it'll for sure fall off the mount. So make so, it not that sexy. Just get some lube. Yeah. Lube. Right. Which, what did Wait, you say? No. So Adam goes out in the heat, and we have the GoPro strapped to his car. I'd just gotten it strapped down. We needed duct tape. Wicked. Didn't have any duct tape. We're like, it'll be fine. Definitely be fine. It's not that hot today. Guess what it wasn't. It's under the inside. <laughs> it's under the roof. Fine is the correct answer. So it's going to be fine, and it was for sure not fine. So <laughs> to be fair, he hit that wall pretty fucking hard. <laughs> it probably would have been fine, but there was so so again. Go back, going back to what we just said. There was this zero car that also may or may not have been a ten. And Still not sure on that. The, it had a green number one on it. It's yellow. A gr- yellow. The 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 zero was yellow. Yes, the number one was green. It was, was like it, it was like a faded yellow that you're supposed to put fluorescent overlay on your oh, map, and they just okay. like didn't do it. All right, so it was very very sideways in the practice, and I was like, when you say very sideways, he's talking like perpendicular to the straightaways. I I said to Megan, I was like, he's probably gonna loop it because he he wasn't slow. No, he wasn't slow no. by any means. Good looking he was car just, too. Other than the numbers that made me throw up in he, my mouth. Oh, very good looking car. He was just he was very very fast, but he was also very very sideways. Like TJ was in his race. Correct. And so I go. Who also, let's be fair. TJ triple digit numbers not okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was like, this this ten. I hope he does well. If he does well in his heat, I feel like he's gonna start like on the pole or up front, and he might do something cool because like if he gets sideways. Like Star Speedway is crazy. Like no mirrors and stuff, and three wide I all the time. I still don't understand the like, no mirror New Hampshire. Like if thing. he got wicked sideways, I kind of expected that he was going to hit someone in the race. And I said that before the heats even rolled out. Well, that little did I know that he was going to hit the car that our GoPro was attached to, <laughs> and he did that going into three. Got wicked loose. Door slammed Adam. Adam got wicked, wicked sideways. Overcorrected it. Smacked the inside wall, and the GoPro said no, thank you. <laughs> And uh, it landed, like, bounced probably off Adam's head, like, landed on the <laughs> ground, bounced back up. Adam went through the grass eventually, and the thing just kept tumbling, tumbling, tumbling. Another video that's also on YouTube, so check it out. We'll share it on the Facebook page eventually. You did cut um, out the 45 minutes of underneath his seat, though, right? Yes, okay. I did. Yeah, it's like a minute-long video, <laughs> so it won't take up too, too much of your Monday. Um, so, But the best part about this, though, is that Adam hits the wall, right? Oh, yeah. And I ran down to help him, which... Those of you that don't know, Adam and I originally met by punching each other in the face. 
and then we talked about it on a show. So go listen to that show before I talk about this. But I run down and I help Adam out, which doesn't make a lot of sense if you're just an outsider looking at the situation. Anyway, figured out that basically he bent the shit out of his wheel. Axel was fine. The whole round was fine. This, that, the other thing. Well, the Lovejoys, they like to show up. I don't know if in style is the right word, but definitely you, in style. You know they have arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and Travis uh, at this point has three wheels on his trailer. Uh, one is next to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he His throttle is hanging, and I go to help him with that, and I realize that his gas pedal is literally attached to just like a riveted piece of tin work in the car. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Not what you're looking for. His car is the number question mark. <laughs> and then Adam comes in, whose car is the number X. <laughs> and I go to put the car up on jack stands because the body's ripped off of it. The right rear, the right rear wheel is fucking smoked. Adam's fixing the the right front hub, and I'm trying to you know f- to fix wheels and put body panels and shit back together. And so I go to put the jack stands underneath it. Well, typically, I, even if you have like four dollars, you typically bring f- four jack stands to the racetrack, right? Yeah, he had two, and then and then, <laughs> and then the jack like jack was holding up the left side. So I don't know if you're familiar with triangles, but typically there's a pivot there. <laughs> and the car was bouncing off of the two right side jack stands. And that's where you asked me, hey, can you get that camera underneath the seat? Yeah, I was, I like, was unaware. I will once there's nobody under the car and I don't kill anyone. I was unaware that <laughs> the car was being held up by a jack stand because I came over to the right side window and I looked in. Because that's so... This wouldn't have been the first time. Mind that you, my, street stock race, too. Street stocks, just this, so everybody knows. This wouldn't have been... This is before the street stock race even started. Right. So before we get too, too far, the, the GoPro that I am using currently has been outside of the vehicle almost more than it's been inside <laughs> of the vehicle. So there was a race a handful of years ago. I might be able to find it on maybe even last year, two years ago, something like that. Uh, I might be able to find it on Facebook. Uh, I know it was posted there at some point. Well... My GoPro was attached to Brandon Barker's fucking dash, where it has been numerous times before, and it has also fallen off before. Um, so but this, this was the first time it fell off. GoPro it was is awful. Yeah, it, it was at Beatridge. It was a wicked hot day. Attached to his dash, and the adhesive said, no, thank you. And this thing flew out of the window very, very, very fast. And the, the next thing that you see is it bounce off of the straight, like the, it bounces let's just say probably at the start finish line and then just keeps bouncing and does at least 12, probably 10 to 12 fucking backflips, like high, high in the air, (laughs) like five seconds before you hear it hit again. And then allegedly lands outside of turn one and two at Beatridge. And luckily Beatridge does happy half hour after where the top five from each division come out and you can do like a little feet fan meet and greet so i'm looking i'm walking around the track me seth around a couple other people were looking around trying to find my gopro because it would be very unfortunate if i lost a 400 dollars gopro that i had had for like three weeks at the time <laughs> and we didn't find it well the week goes by little bummed out not like losing sleep at night but like a little not really thrilled and then i show back up saturday and Brandon goes, hey, do you want to charge your GoPro? We could use it today or whatever. And I was like, I don't have my GoPro. You know this. And he's like, oh, no, Nate Levitt dropped it off. And I was like, oh, really? 
And he's like, yeah, gave me the GoPro. And it went from the video of the super late model to like Nate Levitt clicked record and took it out of the case. But like you saw all of that on video and then you just see like his face and then the video ends. So that would have been cool to like post on socials, but like I'm not that guy. So I just deleted all that stuff immediately. Um, It was a fun, it was a pretty funny video, but luckily I got my GoPro back. So back to the Adam Lovejoy thing. Yeah. It said, no, thank you. After he hit the wall wicked. And uh, then eventually, where was I going with this? Eventually, we put it back. We were coming to put it back on Adam's car, and I was asking for duct tape. And apparently, they didn't have duct tape. So Travis Lovejoy's like put it on my car, and then Adam got his body put back on and his car fixed, and fucking drives from P like thirty fifth to second, and probably would have won the damn race if there was like another five laps. A buddy that won first ever win in a street stock, the actual feature. Um, yep. Clements? Clemens? Uh, yep. Could have been. Nice looking car. 33. 33. Red, white, black, car. and gold. Yeah. Was that Hudson again today? Was he? I think so. Could have been. I wish I knew his name. Clements. 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 Roberto Clemente. No. You sure? He's dead. I don't know. Yeah, so Adam had a good run. Uh, <laughs> Adam drove from last to second, basically. Travis's problems continued, so we got some solid battle footage from P third to last. Sure. His car like kept what like shutting off or something. His throttle he, he kept would... sticking and ah. it kept like hanging up, and then he'd come in, and then he'd take an air cleaner off, and then he'd come in, and put it back on. And yeah, then, like I don't. He I would don't drive. Know. He would drive past like. I don't know, five or six cars. He wouldn't be running completely last. And then he would come in and pit every single time and then go back to last. Um, so that was fun. Probably some good battle f- footage on there from, from people out back, just banging off of one another. But uh, yeah, that was star. And then we went to, uh, did we miss anything in star? Oh. oh, we for sure did because oh. this is what I was trying to get at earlier. I completely I didn't get just, a fight with anybody. I completely just spaced. Uh, so, Back to me uh, attaching the GoPro, trying to find the duct tape. When I put it on Travis's car, I was trying to do a segue, and my brain just fucking faulted out because you pulled your phone out, and I thought you were bringing up a talking point, but no. you, you you didn't. So <laughs> I will go down, and I ask for duct tape, blah, blah, blah. You just heard it. Attach the GoPro to Travis's car, and I see the yellow flag waving out on the track. The late model race is going on in the background, and I'm like, oh. all right. So they have yeah. at least a lap or two left before I have to go up there. So I put the GoPro on Travis's car, hit start, whatever, fucking go back up to the grandstands, and as I am walking up the hill, I see the red flag being thrown, and everyone's screaming, and people like running out of the stands like, oh, my God! <laughs> And I like I was like, oh, something cool must have happened, but like how oh, cool wicked, how man. cool can you make something happen coming to the green? Um pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you should ask Charlie because Charlie saw all of it. Yeah, so Charlie, <laughs> bring bring us through what happened, so pal. We're, so we're at the lay ball race, pal, at Star. And fella, your pick for the pool. Friggin' uh, pal. Friggin' twenty seven cuzzy there the red robbie gordon robbie gordon douglas races stadium name is actually robbie gordon douglas um i don't know what happened but it looked like he just roasted the tires up off the corner on the restart went left and then went wicked right in front of the entire field and this guy i i can't remember 26 yes 26 um megan's pick hit him so hard they didn't win that his car went straight up and down and from where i was sitting in turns three and four i could see the nose the hood the roof the tail and the deck lid all at the same time which 
Fun fact, that means it's basically vertical to the ground. And I thought it was a Blue Angel for a second, trying to land at fucking Portland International Jetport here. And he fucking pirouetted, hit the front stretch wall, like four other cars bailed in. You see a plume of dust. And then Brad comes up. He's like, I miss anything? And I'm like, oh, pal. <laughs> you missed all of it. Yeah, so basically if someone was standing on the roof of the 46 car, it would have been a fucking sweet pop shove it for a skateboard video because that thing <laughs> went around like a fucking top. And uh, Bobby shared the video with a pretty hilarious caption of right retro trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that got me going because I shared the video like four minutes prior. I, I assume it took his Android a little bit to boot up so he didn't see it. But uh, I just I posted it with like a bunch of emojis or something because I didn't know what to say. And plus, I didn't fucking see what happened i saw the video and like i'd been on my phone for so long during the race just because i was doing gambling stuff because i have a problem um but facts wrong uh, <laughs> uh really you never let never. the facts get in the way of a good story but yeah so wicked hilarious caption by bobby go see it you could definitely see the video if you haven't already i assume everyone has but it only got like it didn't really, really get much play there's only like Black seven people that liked it. facebook just go give us a like no. Right. There's I a mean, lot of people that interact with our stuff that don't like our page, which oh, is somewhat very kind of a little frustrating. Like, I don't know if... No, I don't, I don't We're up to like 1,500 or so on Facebook. Yeah, I but think, like right? we could be way higher than don't that. Like, if me. you go through like a post that has 100 people that liked it, I would say probably at least 23 of those people don't like our page, which is kind of bizarre. I think they follow it, but they don't like it, which is kind of annoying like it just i don't think there's a difference just throw so, us a like come on please throw us a like please so we went to the we we'll horror ourselves out well brad will you will you oh. just you just said that megan will i just burped and almost threw up <laughs> i heard that you've only had like half a beer how amazing would it be if i actually fucking did vomits on a microphone so oh. we went to we went to oxford today super late models super late model act race and primal star series modified the pass mod so it was a good show um the so, first race of the day was the modifords well, right well right. also for the last two days there has been like a 400 percent chance of rain starting at three o'clock at oxford hills today it was gonna rain at three o'clock that being said for those of tom mayberry is slash us who disagree with some things that mayberry has done basically a weatherman fucking nailed it today and had a phenomenal show put on at oxford granted gates open at seven o'clock this morning russell said hey can you spot for me today i said yeah pal no problem set my alarm for about 5 30 i woke up at 6 15 i was like oh no <laughs> Uh, I got up, scrubbed my nuts, got to the track, still before 8, not bad. I thought I was going to be the last person there. I get there, it's Rusty and Chum. Nobody else. You did good. I was like, holy fuck, I, I guess I did do okay. Well, I mean, practice didn't start till 9, so and really then, no one needed to be there for another <laughs> and hour. And then Keith showed up, and then uh, Tim Tom showed up, and then Bobby showed up, and it was it was good. Uh, but uh, Russell ended up going through tech, nailed tech, uh, went out for his heat race, started fourth, finished fourth, made the show, though, didn't have to go to the concy. Uh, started thirteenth, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, had a solid day. Finished P twelve, I think. Something yeah, like ran, that. ran right Not around. Bad. Fell back a little bit. Drove his way back up through. It was, it was a solid race for Rusty. Very, very solid race. Kept Not, the nose clean. Not bad for literally me, Bobby, Rusty, Tim, Tom. I think all in our twenties to go out there in a pro all star series race and finish P, you know top fifteen. Not bad. So, good on Russell. Good job for him. I know he works his nuts off on that thing. So, 
it was cool to see uh, him uh, reap the rewards of his fucking hard work, I guess. You get it. Um, so the past mod race was eventful. We got a lot of friends of the program in that. I don't know how many past super late model drivers we have that listen. I know Austin Terrace. Rusty probably doesn't even listen. No. <laughs> he has um, a big old BFP sticker on it, though. I don't oh, know if yeah. Fucking that. huge. <laughs> like, who else is a super late model driver that listens? DG12? D- oh, yeah. DG12. I was just That's going Derek Griffith. Off, uh, yeah, I was going based off guys that were there today, though. Like, I'm trying Oof. to think of any of them. I don't think we had a BFP sticker on any car other than Rusty's. Kate Ray? Is there one on there? Rick Ray listens for sure. <laughs> I yes. don't know if Kate does, but... She probably doesn't. I don't know. Rick loves us, though. That's all ten, I'm sure we could get one on the 10. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I, we have a lot of friends of the program in the past mods. Like, better average. Like, from like fucking, half the series. Like, there's, sure. there's, what, like 20 past modified drivers? Spencer Vaughn, like, Tyler King, Spencer Morse, Kevin Durgan... The 37. Maybe Joe Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and him had a little uh, Oof. little meeting. So those that have been listening for the last couple of weeks, uh, we went to White Mountain, was it last week, week before, two weeks ago, whatever it was? Last week. And well, the week before. It started <laughs> with Bradley making, well, not poking fun, but calling out the 37 for and, being And this is, this is what I love, is that Charlie throws me under the bus no, for the second I'm time. But done. this is... This is what I'm saying, though, is I bring... I brought this is how up the a, whole racing family thing started, because you wouldn't let me finish my sentence. Well, you are literally from a racing You're, family. I, oh, Your father I'm, raced. That's not even what I was getting at. Oh, well, Just it's, shut up. Shut up. Go. No. Well, so, no. <laughs> so what... Are you going to let me finish? So what I was saying... I just think it's funny how... So what I was saying is... And another thing. I brought up fucking Joe Day, and then... You wicked elaborated on it, <laughs> and then we he comes and talks to us, and you go, "That was him." No, that's not that is what exactly, happened. Exactly. First off, that happened. was him. I said, "Well, first off, that was him." Yes. Second of all, then I went into yeah. it. Yeah, that is <laughs> basically that is calling him out. Like, pay attention at least if you're going to call us out. Anyway, oh. short story long. Now I get it. Thank you. Well, Holy fuck! I mean, I can go back to not getting it if it makes you more angry. Because <sighs> I'm gonna throw up. I was kind of having fun. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, so that happened. Then we heard about the person yelling at us at White Mountain the very next week. Uh, well, I go to pay my Spanky bill, I call it, which is Trackside Racing Supplies, right next to Beatridge. Spanky and I have been friends forever, it seems. He basically runs a tab. I pay it weekly. So I go to pay my Spanky bill. I'm there for maybe 10 minutes, and the first person to show up is Joe Day. We Everything like, is fine. We like Joe Day. I don't hate Joe Day. No, we like Joe yeah. Day. Charlie was saying he wants to get him on the show. Oh, I like love said it. it like ten times too. Yeah, like, uh, wouldn't stop talking. Yeah, about first, part, I'm like just naturally that's what would happen. So Joe Beautiful Day shows car. up. Yeah, gorgeous. Anyway, uh, so that happened, and then we did all of our other stuff, and now we're talking about past modifieds. Again, oh yeah, so. past modifieds. So we're talking about friends of the program. Uh, that's how that came up. Right. Uh, yeah, those Kevin Durgan, both the Spencers and Tyler King. Was uh, was uh, Spencer Vaughn, Spencer Morse, Tyler King, Kevin Durgan. That is exactly what I just said. And I think uh, you said prior. So people are going to love Other people, that. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, a very good day for a friend of the program. Tyler King drove by everyone. Like they had fucking boat anchors out, basically. <laughs> Tyler um, King did it right where he was just started like... A hundred past last, yeah. <laughs> drove by the entire field in like half a lap, and then just miraculously only beat the field by like a car length. It's like pal, it, we know that you could have lapped him, but good on you for only beating him by a car length. So that was the good day for one of the the friends of the program. 
Yeah, usually the if you other, have a sticker on a car. The other two, which car, is flip. The other two friends of the program with stickers on their car had a not so great day. So one of the Spencers did a, a spin out. Spencer and Vaughn. The other Spencer did a did a hit. The other Spencer. Spencer Vaughn has a glorious mullet, a fantastic mustache, but I think he did more little circles than he did big circles today. Uh, That's just not even true. I, what? He did maybe two little circles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'm going to need you to the participate with the joke next time. 1.1. 1. 1. No, but I, I will not take the Spencer Vaughn slander. <laughs> I, just no won't, slander. I, just, I just won't take it. There was no it. slander. You no said slander. he did more little circles. I said circles maybe he did. And now you're yelling. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I see that. I'm I didn't rattled. say I dislike Spencer Vaughn. I'm rattled. I see that. Are you going to make it? You're rubbing no. your temple, kid. Like, yeah, oh, I did a, I upset I have, you that bad? No, I have a wicked headache before you even started yelling at me and slandering Spencer Vaughn. I didn't slander. That's just making me see, nauseous. that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's just making me nauseous. That's not even what happened. No, that's just making me nauseous. That's not even what happened. <laughs> I just think it's funny how. You're from a racing family. And another thing. Um, so, yeah, Spencer Vaughn did a little circle, I guess. A couple and, times. And, and, and spent... Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Spencer Vaughn. At least one time. Just one time. <laughs> Just one time, and it unfortunately collected our other wicked friend of the program, Spencer Morse. Spencer Morse. And Some, not a good day for either Spencer. That's all we're saying. Somewhat destroyed the side of Spencer's car, and Spencer went a handful of laps down. And then came back out onto the racetrack, was like, I don't know, 10 car lengths behind the rest of the field, and luckily... Everyone kept spinning out, and so Spencer would, like, after the restart, once he came back up to the fucking field, basically, yeah. just drove by everyone. Second in running order, like, but a couple laps down. Oh, like, yeah. Like, restarted, like, 21st, and just drove by everyone, basically on the outside, while he was a couple laps down. Three laps, two, three, I talked one. to Spencer. I think they officially counted him three laps down. Yeah. So, and I, and I think it was his dad in the stands next to me was saying that, yeah, we should have just, like, we tried cutting it off, put him three laps down. We ended up pulling on it and just bent right back. Oof. I was like, ooh, that's a kick in the dick. Yeah. So at least they knew that Spencer Morris was there. Yes. Um, going back to, I think they're racing Friday. Spencer's never really not in contention. The running. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really Tyler King, Spencer Morris. Ben Tinker, if he shows Colby up. Colby Benjamin was fucking wicked fast today Gerd until he got destroyed. Yes. Um, I don't know who the 53 is, but we should make him a friend of the program because he's fast too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, Colby Benjamin. That was the other modified. Why did we not you fucking You just think... said his name. No, no. But we You're just yelling. we just named six times. The listeners can attest to it. Freaking Spencer Morris, Spencer Vaughn. Kevin Durgan. Kevin Durgan. I think it doesn't actually have a BFP thing. I don't think so. No? But she should. Okay. So we're uh, going to make that happen. And Colby Benjamin. Colby Benjamin. Colby Benjamin. We literally stroked off his fucking modified the entire show last week because it is so beautiful. Awesome. Um, Well, it. Maybe it was. I don't know how much damage he got today. He drove right back up. He was driving by. He got at least one damage. He yeah, at least a two x. He drove by <laughs> like a lot of people though after that. After he spun out and ended up p last. So I don't know where he finished, but probably not that bad. And his car looks fucking gorgeous. So that was the past mod race. We already talked Doesn't about how Russell right did. like this, right like this. <laughs> I need Dan to be here because Dan does the right like this. Like that's Dan's it's a thing. It's a <laughs> but that's but, what you're getting at, right? But, he, but Dan holds up his whole forearm. Right. Like a size guide. This Yikes. is like a bit aggressive for me, I think. Mine is for sure not that big. I could tell you that for free right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so the ACT race was was neat. A little bit of a kind of a wicked, somewhat of a snooze fest. Joey uh, Pole was first. like going to win by like nine miles, wasn't he? And, yeah. And he did small circles. So Joey Pole, Wayne Halliwell, Brian Kruzik. Fastest cars there by a country mile. Um, that actually might not be that true because Jimmy Hebert, Ryan Kuhn, Jimmy Renfrew for a handful of laps. I think he's a friend of the program. Probably doesn't listen. You're backpedaling? Definitely back at pedaling? some point was a friend of the program. Um, the 30 car that won at White Mountain, whatever his name was. Yeah, that guy. Um, him. Him too. They were fast, but Kruzek, Heliwell, and Pole were like in another zip code. And so we did this neat little uh, pass race pool that I'll get to in a second. Um, well, yeah. Gre- when Greg Brad Emerson, says he doesn't have a problem, he spent four hours on his phone today getting a race pool together. Greg Emerson, if I'm going to watch a fucking... The worst race of the day was the ACT race by a country mile. If I'm going to watch that race, I'm going to have some money on the line for sure. But this is... I didn't mean to actually have money on the line <laughs> on this race. So Wait, so, so there was an act pool too that I wasn't aware of? No. Kind of. There was a side bet. So <laughs> no, kind of. <laughs> so generally, how the race pools work is <laughs> is we go just confident. <laughs> no, backpedal. Kind of. So so generally, it's me, you, Dan, Seth. Skinny Usually, Seth. like ten or fifteen of us in the stands. We're all sitting together at a racetrack where we're not like like Oxford's like kind of our local track. So like we kind of were all like uh, amongst ourselves doing our own thing, a lot of cars and stuff. You get it. And generally we're all sitting right around each other. So it's easy to collect information from other people. Well, we, I thought that that was kind of going to be how today was. The only, no. it, the only difference was uh, Dan is generally the perpetrator of a lot of the race pools. And Dan was parked about, I don't know, three quarters of a mile down pit road, not anywhere near Russell. So if Dan was around, we would have done an ACT pool. And Greg Emerson messaged me, who was part of the pass pool, and was like, hey, we should do something for the ACT race. And I was like, I'm all in. Well, I go back to Rusty's pad, and we were talking about, hey, are they going to bring the, or is there going to be infield pitting in this race or what? And we're all like, no, no, they can't be because all the cars are lined up and there was no pit boxes going out on the racetrack. Well, then all of a sudden I blink and all the pit boxes are going on to the racetrack. And I'm like, oh, okay. That gives us like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, but maybe it was rushing the show along, like rightfully so, because the minute the fucking checkered fell in the pass race, it started raining. I don't know if anybody so, else noticed it, but there were some pretty solid lightning strikes off the front stretch. That oh, I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure they're going to cancel this like 10 laps into this. No, no. If this was NASCAR, there would have been a 330 minute fucking red flag delay because of the lightning in the area. And Tom Aver is like, nah, fuck it. We're going yeah, right. Yeah, we're fine. It's, it's 10 to 10 to 12 nautical miles to the east, west, <laughs> north of the speedway. So, uh, Chief meteorologist Tom Mayberry. Apparent, on apparently. Point apparently. <laughs> point you should be on fucking WCSH. <laughs> Six. Let me tell you that. That pal's wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, what were we fucking talking about? I don't even know. Oh, oh the, the, the side pool. bet. Yeah, the side the bet. So uh, Greg Emerson messaged me. He was like, hey, we're going to do an ACT pool, blah, 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 whatever. I figured that we'd all go up to the grandstands. We'd all be sitting somewhere near each other and just throw a five in, whatever. Guess you pick what this guy. You pick this guy. You pick this guy. Well, I see the pit, pit box is going out on the racetrack. And then like 30 seconds later, the act cars are coming by like very fast. And I'm like, those are really fast pace laps. Oh, that's lap two. So uh, I missed the start of the race, but I looked down at my phone and Greg Emerson had messaged me and said, how about I take pool? I mean, pool, pool, you get it. I'm thinking Brennan pool. Like he's fucking racing an act race. He's just tearing up trucks in the truck series. Uh, pole, Halliwell, front of the program, maybe. Joey Pole. Joey Pole? Joey I think pole. he, maybe. And Brennan Pool. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> we don't want him to be a front of the program. He's a weapon. Uh, <laughs> we like Joey Pole. Joey Pole. 
Wayne Halliwell, Brian Cruzet. He's like, I'll take those three. You have the field. And when I first read the message very quick, wasn't even drunk, just not good at reading, looked at the message and thought it said, Halliwell and Kruzek, you take the rest of the field. And I was like, I have, I have Joey Pohl fucking sold. Absolutely sold. And I was like, I'm in. And then I didn't check my phone for like a couple minutes. And then I checked my phone and looked at and read the message again. And I just responded, fuck. Because <laughs> by about lap five, they were for sure going to be the ones that were going to win the race. Like they were faster than the rest of the field. And then like, so Charlie you agreed said, to a bet before you knew the total stipulations. Oh yeah. That's I did not. A problem. I didn't read it. <laughs> No, that's called not being good at, at fucking third grade reading, basically. Like, it was a very simple message. There was no big words, like, crucified, like fucking Ray Christian Oof. said. Word of the that's day. A big one. RC3 with the word of the day. Jeez. Good job, kid. Jesus Christ. So I read the message, and I was like, fuck, I just lost $20 because one of these three is, like, absolutely going to win. And it was perfect because, I don't know, 30, 40 laps into the race for, like, 100 laps, Kruzek was third. Halliwell was second, Pole was first, and Halliwell and Kruzek were like flip-flopping. Could so, he have parlayed that into the top three? I mean, for like he, a zillion dollars. If he did, he would have taken my house that I don't even have. So my truck would have been his. I don't know. A lot of stuff. So I was like fucking, damn it. I kind of got screwed, but also I didn't at all. It was definitely for sure my <laughs> fault. So luckily we go out to the pass race and he goes, pick three drivers. And if one of your three drivers wins, and, and keep in mind that like the, the pass field, I feel like is a little bit more wide open than the ACT race. But also, like, one of the bigger things is that when the AC, like the ACT restarts, when Joey Pole, Halliwell, and Kruzek lead for fucking 100 laps, there was, like, 33 lap cars between Joey Pole and even Wayne Halliwell and Brian Kruzek, and then, like, 30 more lap cars back to the fucking fourth place guy. So I was fucked either way. Um, but so we go out to the pass race and he goes, pick three drivers. And I go, all right, well, I'll take Kurt Gary, DJ Shaw, Nick Sweet. And so I thought Kurt Gary starting on the pole was going to lead the whole fucking race, led like a handful of laps, but then Corey Bubar took the lead and then led like the whole entire race, basically led to like lap, tw- like one twenty almost. Then there was a restart right around there. And I don't know what happened, but car wicked definitely went away from him because fucking Nick Sweet who was probably the fastest car on the track even before the fucking caution came out, just flew right by him. Eddie McDonald was wicked fast too, was just keeping up with Nick Sweet, and then Eddie McDonald dropped back wicked. And fucking long story short, Nick Sweet goes on and wins the race. DJ Shaw finishes second. I should have parlayed that. I would have lost just a little bit less money because there was a different seven that finished third, Travis Benjamin. Uh, Kurt Gary pulled off. I don't know what happened there. But uh, got a couple shout-outs to make. So, like I said, we did this pass race pool. Wicked confusing. Definitely won't be doing a 25-person pass pool that you Not have to pick. that way again. Anyway. You have to pick the driver like an hour before the race ever again because that is that was very, very time-consuming. Um, like, like I said earlier, generally we're all sitting together, so it's way easy. This time involved a lot of social media and such, and cell phone service sometimes isn't a thing for certain people at Oxford anyways, so that was an issue. Um, but picking... P25 out of 25 in our race pool. Regan Parent. Regan Parent goes, I'll take Jake Johnson. And I had been trying. There was two drivers that I said are probably sleeper picks because Scott McDaniel was like eighth or ninth fastest in final practice. And uh, Jake Johnson has been fast for like a while. He doesn't race as much as... 
I mean, I think he used to. Like, he's been racing his legend car a lot. So I don't know. I, I mean, he would definitely have been a sleeper pick. I understand kind of why he fell to 25th, but he was a fucking solid 25th pick. And that kid, if that race was like 50 laps longer, was probably either going to win or finish P2 to Nick Sweet. That kid was hauling the fucking mail. Like, he was, I looked up and he was like 17th. He was behind Russell and he finished P4. Yeah. Uh, drove by a lot of fast cars. Eddie McDonald, I mean, fucking Kurt, Kurt Gary broke fucking garrett hall was fast for like a solid majority of the race uh, but yeah i mean just drove by like the entire field and regan parent p25 in the race pool finishes p4 won 15 hole smackers in the bfp fucking pass race pool first ever time we did it on facebook last ever time that we'll do it that big at least like, like that a, way like a 15 person race pool if you did it like my idea was to do it the night before but i was also drunk when i set it up so that was an issue so i well, woke yeah, up you, sober well, we're sitting at the holy grail which that, that was at Star, or leaving Star in Epping, New Hampshire. There's a restaurant called The Holy Grail. Whoever hasn't been or doesn't know about it, it's basically an old church that they have turned into a bar. So it's like the most ironic, just sweet place to go to. And Brad, we're sitting at a table of seven people. And Brad looks at me. He's like, hey, I think I'm going to do this. And in my mind, I'm like, pal, that looks like a lot of fucking work and a headache to do. But like, if you want to do it, that's all you. Because I had to help Rusty today. And... It actually would have been way easier. Well, see, it's one thing if it's a NASCAR race where you know who's in the race. Yeah. But it's so hard for like a pro all-star series race or an act race where you don't really know yeah. until you're at the race. Right, right. That's funny because uh, I, Kim Rogers was the second pick. So the right. first first pick, Greg Emerson picked Kurt Gary. She was the second pick. She picked Jeff Taylor. And I'm driving up 26. We're talking Mrs. Billy Rogers. And I, I, I'm driving up 26 and I look at my phone and I'm like, Jeff Taylor, that's a weird p2 pick and then like we get 15 minutes up 26 and i've been thinking about it i'm like is jeff taylor even racing today because <laughs> like i feel like he's probably not but like i felt like she was at the racetrack so i was like oh she must know something that i don't know obviously because right. he wasn't showing up on race monitor and then we get to the racetrack and i get to rusty's pad and i was like is jeff taylor racing and they're all like i don't think so pretty sure i haven't seen him at all and i was like yikes so that was a throwaway <laughs> pick easy five bucks for us and then luckily they responded fast enough where I think there was only like two people behind him that picked and they both picked different like DJ Shaw and Travis Benjamin, I think. So uh, Nick sweet was still on the board. So she switched her pick to Nick sweet. Um, and she ended up winning the pool, but uh, Logan Melcher was working on Scott McDaniel's car. So congrats on the P five, but pretty sure Cassius Clark didn't race today. Like who next- was in the 39 to positive was the 39 even there. Yeah, it, it was? For sure was that it was like two down from rusty. Really? Yes. Facts. Because I sure? looked at it like 400 times. That's the problem with being on the infield because I could not fucking see like <laughs> night. I was getting like dizzy. So I was just like sitting down and looking at one particular spot the entire time. Are you fucking sure? Thousand percent sure. I feel I, like I he wasn't there. I don't know that I actually ever saw Cassius, but I saw the race car. Hmm. You're yelling. That was an exhale. Pal. <laughs> Pal. Friggin' want one. Fucking fighting words right there. Pal. I love how we established that Pal is just such a... It, it could go either way. Yeah. It's a either we're best friends or I want to punch you in the face. Do you have like a weapon of the week or anything? Because like I feel like we don't have that much more to talk about. Like we, there was Not a lot of really. shit to talk about. We just fucking ran through it so fast, which is probably good because I actually have to fucking work tonight. But you'll get it. I don't really have a weapon of the week other than maybe some of these fucking yahoos in the... Well, actually, you know what? Yes, I do. Uh, 
the past modified series in general today, there was a lot of a lot of good oh. racing, Tyler King. But holy fuck, that was brutal. To there was watch. at least there was a four hundred maybe cautions spins, today. Just solo spins. It's a lot of little circles today. They in had the, the modified spin race. cycle on big time. And it got to the point where the yellow came out lap 43 of a 50-lap race, and the checkered came out with the yellow because it was so brutal to watch. Uh, so uh, as much as we love all of you, and uh, some of you specifically, we'll, we'll give you some some slanted uh, love there. Uh, you were all weapons today. Not all of them. I mean, a good chunk of them. Spencer Morris nominated himself for Weapon of the Week, so he I did? guess I, I didn't guess hear he, this. Yeah, on the way on the walkout as I went to go give uh, the what race pool do? winnings away. No, one of his uh, one of his buddies was was like fucking. I, all I heard was Weapon of the Week, and then yeah. S- Spencer Morris goes, Spencer Morris Weapon of the Week, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then like someone else was like Spencer Vaughn, and I was like, No, nah, he's a friend of the program. <laughs> can't can't be. And he has, and he has fucking beautiful hair and a sweet mustache. So um, he did a little circle today, just one. But you know. I think it was a couple. I don't think so. I think it was a couple. Uh, I'm trying to find the like. Do you, do you happen to have like? I don't a, have race monitor. No. Well, do you have like pass on anything? Because I really just want to see the finishing on Facebook. I really need to find the finish. The 36. Not this is not a weapon of the week, by the way. The 36 super late model fucking like blew up in his heat and came back and finished seventh, I believe. I want to make sure that's correct. Oh, also, I love how, uh, but like Bobby and I at one point got up during the uh heat races to just go hang out at Rusty's car for a second, catch our breath, sit down for a fucking second, relax, and we're like, yeah, there's not much going on in these act heats right now. We're just gonna go hang out. Oh, and literally got up, walked by the time I was behind the stands, all I hear is a. And like three cars go sailing off into the dirt, like right next. I was like, "Oh, that was pretty stout fucking timing." Uh, yeah, I don't see anything, pal. Fucking neat, dude. They took they took it off the race monitor, so I really just wanted to see if that was like a the thing. car was there. I can confirm the that. car was there. Yes, thirty six. I also wanted to see if Cash was in the race because I don't believe he was. the The car was there. I don't know if it was Cash's though. Did he? I said that like four times. Yeah, I no, but I feel, like I feel like you're lying to me. I don't really trust you. I'm not you. lying to you. I don't really trust you. All right, so. Because I, I remember, this is going to sound weird. I remember specifically looking at, like, it has like a weird, it's like a red, white, black scheme to it, and there's like silver in there, and the silver is like sparkly and has an overlay on it, and I found that out today because I was looking like right at it because it was two cars down. Ah, that, okay. Ryan Robbins was the 36, by the way. Blew up, fucking drove up the seventh. I don't know. Like, that has to be a thing because he was fucking hauling the mail. But I don't know how he just pieced it, whatever, blew back together and just fucking sent it out there and just went wicked fast. Oh, Cassius was for sure out there. Yeah, Charlie, you were right again. Yeah, Charlie, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he was 29th fastest in final practice. So I feel Oof. like he didn't fucking race. Like, he might have been there, but like I don't All feel like I, I remember was seeing... the car was there. Well, why are you I didn't yelling? even tell you that Cassius was there. All I said was the car was there, and you wanted to fucking fight me. You're naked. I thought it was weird. <laughs> I'm so confused. I mean, he was 23rd fastest in the second practice, so maybe he just fucking loaded it up. But he's pretty not bad at what he does. So, like, I feel like no, he's not the worst person to ever do the thing behind the wheel. I feel like maybe, and he didn't practice the first practice. So yeah, um, yeah, good. Good day at the racetrack. Solid day. You can't beat a day where you get to the racetrack, watch a whole bunch of races, and be back by four. No. 
No, that but didn't suck. Aside at all. from the getting up the wicked early part, that yeah, was not. Well, my fun. body's kind of programmed to kind of get up at like six ish anyway. So yeah, that was all right. It kind of sucked that it was on a Sunday, but whatever. Would have been neat if you were programmed to wake up when I wake up at fucking one in the afternoon Hard and you pass. just slept right through your fucking <laughs> alarm and then just missed the whole race. <laughs> Hard pass on that. Uh, Bobby would have had a spot for Rusty, and I'm sure Bobby would have loved that. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was a good weekend for sure. Uh, shout out though to all of our. BFP listeners, uh, subscribers, flaggers, whatever you want to call yourselves. Um, This thing has gotten way bigger than I ever thought it would. And it's gotten to the point where we're literally walking around. And Brad and I, we've talked about this like to each other in private, where like we'll be walking and we'll see people like we're going to toot our own horn here for a second, pal. Okay. I'm into it. We're going to, we're going to jerk our. Self, I'm pretty much like a each self, other off. self-deprecating right. person or whatever. What, did I use that word right? Like, that means you make fun of yourself. Yes, that yes, one. Yeah, so that I don't one. take I don't take myself that seriously. Right. I don't really give myself credit for much. But apparently, you're about to give us credit. Right. Well, I, I was just saying that. Like, no, lately we have noticed we'll be walking places. I feel gross, and you'll see. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> just shut, shut your mouth. All right. Um, we'll be walking places, and you brought it up the other day, where people like start tapping each other on the shoulders and be like, "Hey, hey, those are the guys." Those, those are those those people there and like like when we were doing tendy tallies at star that guy came up wanted stickers like we love it like we love all of you that are listening um it's cool that you know we don't know you maybe right now but we'll probably see you at a racetrack don't be shy introduce yourselves it happened like three or four times this weekend alone so we yeah, love josh, all of you josh plored i think i used i think i said his maybe? name right i hope i did 25 street stock at, at uh star he he definitely needs a sticker i noticed he didn't have a sticker and he's, oh, a, he's a for sure he's a wicked friend of the f- fan of the program yep so he needs a sticker um so yeah but w- one last thing we didn't really go into that much detail on this the sticker curse is fucking lifted pals all right oh yeah so tyler king not he went out one is he laid his correct? dick out correct oh i want his heat i know he fucking dick stomp maybe he feature. didn't oh he oh he started waving in the back so maybe he didn't win his heat he didn't win his heat had a bad had a let's just say that actually he probably didn't he might have won his heat but if you win a race and pass you can start no better than 12th let's just say something like that let's just say this he finished very not good in his heat and then he strapped the bfp sticker to the side of his car and he went out there and won by a so, lot so maybe it's not the sticker pals yeah freaking pals figure it out pals figure it out also put a fucking sticker in your powers my weapon of the week I'll, I'll make this my weapon of the week uh brandon jones goes out there so when we went to star yesterday i, I put money on brett moffitt austin hill and talking xfinity no trucks trucks same uh, brandon jones in the 51 truck this week brandon jones i looked at it i had money like about i had money under his name all i had to do was click bet and i was like brandon jones loves to step on his dick it must be pretty big because he does it a lot and <laughs> Yeah, good for him. Right like this. And so so I deleted the bet, and I was like, fuck it. I'm not putting money on Brandon Jones. I feel like that's just a waste of money. So I went and lost money on tennis anyways, and I don't watch tennis. I just love Sophia Kennan. <laughs> Oof. Our girlfriend. Our girlfriend. Ours. Um, Dibs on pink. Fuck. Uh, so Brandon Jones goes out there in the truck race, wins because everyone else stuffed it so hard into the wall. So I'll make two weapons of the week. One's me for thinking that Raphael Lassard was good. I know one of Bobby's friends that listens to the show said that i was wrong on rafael Assard, and i'm like pal he's raced like three times in the truck series in kyle bush motorsports equipment and he's done fucking pretty not bad and this kid said something about racing a super late model somewhere and he was really bad apparently he's really bad so very not good he fucking clipped the grass like this is the only thing that i saw actually during the cup broad i mean the truck broadcast was he hit the grass i think through the tunnel turn 
and overcorrected and shot it straight head on into the fence. And in his interview, he goes, yeah, I think I got hooked from the back. And then he watched the replay and he's like, he's oh, Canadian. If you're wondering, oh, no, syrup, uh, syrup on the racetrack, not sticky and fucking went through the grass. <laughs> and he was like, I think someone hit me from behind. And then he's like, oh, no, I just hit grass. My my mistake, my my problem or something like that. I'm like, dude. Dude, dude, don't be going around saying someone hit me from behind when you have three truck lengths behind you. So I'm not going to say he's my weapon of the week because I'm getting to Brandon Jones, but I'm a weapon for thinking that he was good. I want to like the kid. No, you're a weapon for not betting on the truck that won the race, but instead betting on Sophia Kennan, a girl that we fell in love with watching at Atlantic City. Piss drunk in the like fucking sports, sports book. book. Dude, I didn't think she was going to let us down, all right? You said I had to put money on oh, her, and I was she, I never get down to. when I'm looking at her. I'm always right like this. Oh, okay. I'm always up. All right. I thought you were breaking up with her. I was like, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. Dude. No, not a chance. Um, Thropple. So, no. Yes. All right. Wait, <laughs> who's the third? You. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we already were at three. I just got so confused. <laughs> Yikes. So, Brandon Jones goes out there, wins in the 51 truck like anyone should. Um, and first ever truck win, which I think is funny. And then he goes out in the Xfinity race, goes in almost gets all the way through turn one and just fucking hooks it so hard onto the inside wall, destroys the whole entire car. You might as well throw the car in the trash. And then also, so that's my open of the week, by the way, wins a truck race, comes right out of victory lane, fucking jumps in the Xfinity car and stuffs it very, very hard into the wall. Lap one. Also, you really, really hate to see Harrison Burton do the exact same thing at the exact same <laughs> corner, like 20 laps later. You just hate to see it. JGR just fucking tearing up equipment. Also, see, when you say you hate to see it, you don't really hate to see it. <laughs> like Kyle tore means up. Means you love it. Both. Also, Christian Eck is fucking wrecked from the lead. Eeks. We missed a lot from not watching. Like Pocono is generally the worst race. Like other than maybe a Michigan, Michigan or like a Sonoma. I mean, not a Sonoma. Uh, Auto Club. Why do I always call it Sonoma? I fucking hate Auto Club. Um, but yeah, G- Pocono is generally like a you don't want to watch this. Apparently this weekend it's just a fucking demo derby, fucking Pocadega, or well, I think Andy Austin said that or something. Pocadega. Yeah, I just stole it from him. But we don't <laughs> want the facts get in the way of a good story. Thanks, Andy. Um, yeah, I don't know. They tore up so much equipment today. Generally, Pocono, you don't want to watch. Apparently today they just, I don't know, saying fuck it, just wrecking all of it. But fuck it. Yeah, nice. but fuck it. Christian Eeks never fucking won a NAS truck event before and just decides, you know what? Today's not a good time to eat. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the pressure. I don't want to be interviewed I after I don't the race. want that trophy. Right. I'm over it. Right. So, yeah. JGR, Cobbish Motorsports, tearing up all the equipment. Also, Noah Gregson got hooked by Myatt Snyder and wrecked fucking the rest of Junior Motorsports. So, bad day to be from one of those organizations. Oof. Our Motorsports, P7. Let's go. Brett Moffitt, Timmy Hill, P8. Like, what? <laughs> How do you fucking do that, pal? I mean, I guess the rest where it's slightly actually matters what your right is right right. And then, uh, fuck, there was someone else that finished like in the top little handful there that definitely doesn't generally do that. Ooh, who was it? Who was it? Oh well, Jeremy Clements finished third, which is crazy. Um, fuck Ross Chastain, Jesse Little, Jesse Little, and the four car. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Dexter Bean, never heard of her. Eleventh. Yeah, same. Dexter's laboratory. (sighs) Same guy has to be probably. He'd be about our age. I mean, he finished 11th, so that's kind of crazy. I wonder if Didi's his crew chief. That was episode 71. <laughs> uh, uh, episode 71 of the Black Flag Podcast. That is Reggie Lehman. 
That is Kevin Kimball. That is Ma- Maddie Kimball? She drives a go-kart at Bartlett? Yes, that's the... Or is it that's, Ma- No, Maddie? That's, Maddie's the 31. That's Kevin's kid. Carly Kimball. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, that one. Yep. Uh, all right, yeah. Episode 71 of the Black Flag Podcast. No longer the Tandem Payment Studios. It is the what again? Solero Commerce? Solero Commerce... Studios? Chambers? Pound Audio? Center. Pound Center? No, it's, uh, this is my bedroom. I was just, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You you usually call something. You said pound. pound I, I called someone's girlfriend a pound piece earlier. No, no. You said, you. Oh, this might have been like two months ago. You said something that started with a pound is a location, and I thought it was fantastic, and I don't remember what it was. Pound Palace? Pound Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy Palace? Pound Palace. Yeah, you Pound called, Place? You, you, I think you called this place the first time we walked into it, the Pound Place or something like, or Palace, and I was like, yes, what a fucking fantastic name. I mean, like, generally I just go to bed, but, like, still, it's a good name. To sell. We need, like, a neon sign that says, that, so it's the Solero Commerce Pound Palace. <laughs> what a perfect name. They definitely hate that. <laughs> I mean, Evan probably loves it, but like, I feel like Solero Commerce. Oof! I don't think we're gonna beat Pound Palace, pal. Pound Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're gonna beat Pound Palace, pal. <laughs> Episode seventy-one. I don't think we're gonna beat Pound Palace, pal. <laughs> Sold. Solero Commerce. Fucking. I don't even know. Yep. Come fucking. Just the Solero Commerce Center. This is taking too long. Center? Yeah, it's a C. CCC. Cumberland County Civic Center. It has to be. Same place. Same place. Equally as nice. Yes. Hosts exact. Over the last like five months, has hosted exactly the same amount of minor league hockey games. Yes. This place. Correct. The Solero <laughs> Commerce Center. The CCC. <laughs> Uh, all right, episode seventy-one. I'm Charlie at C Sanborn III. Again, shout out to all of our listeners. Uh, buy t-shirts. Buy. Do we have any hats left? No. Oh, neat. Uh, get some stickers. Uh, mostly buy t-shirts. Well, Look at our YouTube videos. I don't have any stickers left either. Don't listen to me. I guess. <laughs> uh, go on YouTube. We got another tendy tallies coming from you straight from the Axfan planes. Meanway, uh, check that out. Spoiler alert: Still oinking. Yeah, mooing. You'll get it in a minute. Just go watch that video. Uh, but yeah, I'm Charlie at CSamboreII. You are Brad at Bsauce96. And courtesy of Solero Commerce, uh, listen to this fucking car noise thing that Brad does every week. And uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. Whoop. Don't change the channel just yet. Just kidding. We fucked up. So this is what happens when so much shit happens at once. So much shit to talk about this week. Also, we went to like six different facilities, and I just looked at my notes, and I realized that we didn't even fucking bring up... We just got into Pocono for like three seconds at the end of the show. Didn't even bring up Derek Griffith. First time on a super speedway. Friend of the program. W- listener of the program. I have literally two original gourmet lollipops in front of my face right now. Original gourmet suckers. I don't understand why their slogan isn't pick one and suck it like that doesn't make sense to me <laughs> well kids like lollipops i feel like right well so pick one and suck it kid. They yeah they don't know better right pal pick one and suck it pal yeah 
All right. Great so slogan. We're going to send that in. Yeah. Um, but we didn't even bring up Derek Griffith. We just want 1%. Went to Pocono. First time ever there. First time ever at like a facility of that size like shape over and, half a yeah, mile, yeah. probably <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like like for ever. sure the first triangle he's been on <laughs> oh definitely i would assume well maybe <laughs> but uh no watching the race so you know i went i went into the race just hoping that like pocono's easy to overdrive like i feel like you've seen it today probably in the trucks. i wouldn't know. like I've, I've obviously never done it. i i refuse from even racing pocono and i racing and fucking nascar heat i just don't do that um but I think you saw that in the ARCA race. I've, I've seen, like, I, I watch crash compilations before the, the race series go to the racetrack. So, like, next week I'll fucking be looking at indie crash compilations. There's some um, wicked wrecks at Oh, yeah. Yeah, a couple of them. Brad Kozlowski ended up on the side last year. Um, but, yeah, it, like, a lot of them were really just someone dives into the corner and just loses it. And so I assume that's easy to do. Again, neither you or I have been there, but, you, again, to, like, been Xfinity, there, just not racing on track. Xfinity and Truck Series did that a lot. And there was a couple people in the ARCA race that did that as well. And Derek, I think, handled himself perfectly for someone that's never been to that facility before. And, you know, first time at a track where drafting's involved, it, like with those cars at least and stuff. Like, it was it was cool. Um, you know, he, he went in there, started like 13th. 12th i don't know something not really that close and drove it up ended up finishing p7 um capitalized on a couple people's misfortune but really just kept his nose clean and fucking went out there and and you know wasn't so like wasn't too too eventful which is probably exactly what you're looking for because i assume chad bryant wouldn't be that thrilled if he went in there and fucking destroyed the thing because like people do that a lot like brandon jones and allegedly or apparently apparently the better word tanner gray um he races trucks and went to Pocono and fucking was like really the only one other than some 97 fella that overdrove a corner and fucking smacked the wall wicked. But yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid, solid race. He's racing somewhere next weekend as well. I don't even know where the fuck they are, but um, Derek Griffith is the proof that if you have a little bit of financial backing, but you also have the talent, you're going to shine well above the people who have no business being in any sort of race car at all, which is 90% of the Arca series, which is a good chunk of the Xfinity series, all that stuff. So hopefully Derek can capitalize on this opportunity. Keep continuing, putting solid runs together. He fucking almost won New Smyrna in that thing. Like that said. was crazy. He didn't even know the number of the fucking race car before he showed up at New Smyrna. Never hops driven. in it, leads damn near the whole race, finished was second. Never, second, never third, drove the like car before, like the practice New Smyrna, and just fucking led the entire race. Just got behind a little bit on strategy, but he would have fucking won the damn thing. Yeah. And I thought that I thought that Pocono, you know, I feel like you know, with with any sort of racing, you go into the race expecting to win. But I mean, at a place like Pocono, where you're racing against guys that have actually been there before and have driven in the series for like three or four years, really. You know, I don't know if you could have expected much better day than what he had. Just go out there, keep his nose clean, fucking right. learn some shit. Like, you got to learn at some point. And, he was and, on the lead lap. Yeah. He was there. You know, he was on TV a few times. He was in the conversation. His name was on the board the whole time. Oh, a lot. Yeah. You like, know, the you, short run. You, you knew that they were there. The short run, he really shined, too. Like, the short one run, he would get, you know, he, he would pass a handful of cars and then just he, he would fall back as the run went on a little bit. But, I mean, he never really fell back too much farther back than eighth and you know there's a couple guys in front of him that or a couple guys that he was battling with that ended up you know stepping on their own fucking dicks and he didn't which yeah. is perfect really exactly what you're looking for so even if you're not the best car you can at least put yourself in the position to do better than you uh 
do better than you're supposed to, I guess is the, the right way to say that. So, uh, yeah, our bad for not even bringing that up. Yeah. We're a couple of fucks. We, I hope people realize that. Like, well, this is, we don't know what we're doing. No, fuck no. We, we like, we sat down today. There's two things on the whiteboard. Noose in quotation marks and Ryan Blaney, like, or no, it's actually the whole quote that, uh. RC3 I was right now years old when I realized that there was a whiteboard yeah, written for today. That's the only two things that are on the whiteboard right now. So Pocono wasn't even part of the question. And actually, we were, we were supposed to be watching the race. They're racing right now, but they just had like a three-hour fucking rain delay. And so we have nothing to talk about for Pocono currently. And Second I kind of anyway. forgot that they were even there, um, to be honest with you. So, yeah, uh, I was just scrolling through Facebook and looked at my notes, just happened to glance down and saw that we completely fucking missed that so uh i don't know how we did that we even brought up Derek griffith and how he listens to the show in front of the program and yeah we're a bunch of fucking so idiots. basically the synopsis of episode 71 is good on josh hodgson good on rusty Pollen, good on dg12 Derek griffith that's how the weekend went yes good on tyler king good on tyler king that's how the weekend went so good for us we might be back. We don't know. We might have forgot something else. Yeah. Probably not, though. Stay tuned. Probably I'm not. sure you'll see how much is left in the episode, and then you'll determine if we're, we're coming back or not. But uh, hopefully nobody changed the channel yet on that or switched to a different show or something like that. I thought it was just a bunch of dead air for a minute. But All right. Well, I'm Charlie. <laughs> You're Brad. Now you can do the uh, the car noisy doohickey noise deal thing. I'm a Bob. Er. <laughs>